everybody, and welcome to Making Sense with Dustin LaMontagne from Mackey Research Capital. My name's Bryn Griffiths. Dustin, how are you doing today? Good, Bryn. How's yourself? I'm doing great, thank you. Interesting topic. And when you typed this out for me just to say, here's what I want to go after, you wrote Dr. Copper. And I'm thinking, did he mistype that? What is Dr. Copper? Uh, it's just kind of a, a catchy, uh, you know, phrase that uh, is used in the investment industry to talk about the copper industry. Um, copper's, uh, it's, it's pretty boring that, uh, you know, uh, co- copper colored, uh, uh, kind of bronzy looking boring metal, but it's, it's literally used in, you know, across almost every industry on, on earth. So it's, it's a leading indicator. Um, you can tell a lot by where the economy is going. If you follow the copper market, right. Uh, growing up in a mining, mining t- town, little mining community in Manitoba, um, the mines around there have, have chugged out copper for, you know, millions and millions of tons every year or, or pounds every year um, for, for the last, you know, hundred years in that neck of the woods. So I'm very familiar with the industry and uh, I follow most of the companies that are major players and, and a lot of the junior companies in the industry as well. So um, it, it's a great topic and it's, it's a good time to, to be investing in copper. I think if you look at uh, what's happened in 2020, um, the, the price of copper has really picked up it's about 350, 360 a pound right now. And, uh, I, I think it's, it's, you know, heading into, uh, you know, a cyclical bull market for, for not only copper, but all commodities here as uh, governments throw trillions of dollars of stimulus to, you know, now that we've got vaccines, they need to get the economies rolling again because our, our whole system is based on growth. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of things are lining up in copper's favor. Um, the demand every year is about uh, 30 million tons. Um, of that, roughly 30% is recycled. Um, so if, if you compare um, copper to the oil and gas industry, there's, there's probably about 60 years of oil reserves uh, based on current demand. So we, we have a long runway to use fossil fuels. Uh, the, the market for copper is quite a bit tighter. Um, there's, there's only about 800 million tons uh, of copper in reserve, which means that that's about a 30-year uh, reserve life, uh, which means that every year you need to find more and more copper in the Earth's crust. It's, it's uh, you know, it's something that is not finite. Um, the recycling is extremely important to, the, to meet the de- demand every year. Um, and that's going to continue because the, the mines, uh, the easy copper mines on, on, on earth have been found. The, the large mines that are being opened now are mostly open pit and they're very low grade. Um, so when you talk about cost, um, I, I think that that bodes well for a price floor on copper. The demand, of course, is, is uh, one indicator, but you've also got cost of production to produce that commodity. And I think that, uh, put, put this into perspective, Brian, if you look at one ton of copper, right. um, it, it's used in approximately 40 cars, 60,000 cell phones, uh, 400 computers, and it, it can distribute power to about 30 homes. Wow. That's one ton. So, uh, and, and of course the, the need for copper in things like infrastructure, ro- uh, bridges, um, you know, uh, telecommunications, um, equipment, uh, co- copper, you know, helps, helps run the world. 
and the the demand is increasing. Uh, historically, it's been about three percent a year, <clears throat> a little bit more than than the oil industry in terms of demand. Um, but I, I see that demand accelerating because uh, if you look at the the largest industry on earth is probably the uh, auto industry, and um, if if you look at the surge in electric vehicles coming down the pipeline. Uh, huge amounts of copper in, in electric vehicles. So um, if, if you look at a, a conventional gas vehicle, there's about 50 pounds of copper in your average sedan that's being produced out there. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> you look, look at hybrids, there's about 85 pounds. In an electric car, there's about 180 pounds of copper. So, uh, of course, if, if the fleet starts switching more and more towards electric, you're going to have huge demand for copper just, just within the auto industry. Hmm. You're, you're de- talking about demand over tripling, um, you know, on new, new electric vehicles produced. Um, and an interesting stat is I was doing a bit of research, uh, you know, on hybrids. If you look at the, uh, the amount of copper in an electric bus, um, and then there's some very good Canadian companies, new flyer industries out of, out of Winnipeg being one, um, that produces electric and, and hybrid buses, um, 800 pounds of, of copper in a bus. Wow. So that's, uh, that's a huge demand in itself. You imagine if all the buses worldwide start going electric, um, and, and you need all this copper, um, you know, to, to fuel the fleet. So are, are people cluing in a little bit on this? And, uh, when do you start to think it'll start to continue to, well, if it's growing already, Will it really start to pick up steam here? I guess that's a bad pun, but nonetheless, I think you know where I'm going with that. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, all through 2020, we, we've had some good returns out of, out of some copper stocks. Um, and, and sometimes, uh, you know, along with copper, you get some gold and silver and, and sometimes some zinc in, in the deposits. And um, so it, it, it can be, uh, you know, a d- diversified miner that produces copper. The, the large uh, the large mines are, are largely um, you know open pit out of Chile down in South America uh, but there, there's some very uh, very large copper mines um, in, in Arizona and Nevada of course uh, in, in in Manitoba there's big copper reserves and and down around uh, uh, southern on Ontario around the Sudbury region uh, there's copper as well so um, Canada is a, a large producer, not certainly not to the extent that we dominate in, in other uh, metals or, or resortist industries like oil, but uh, it, it's an important industry for our country and it's an important industry worldwide. So from an investment perspective, uh, it's definitely something I'm looking at for my clients going forward. Um, it, it's kind of been, uh, in terms of stock returns, has been a dead market for about 10 years on the on the stock side of things. And I think that's going to start picking up. Um, you can't have trillions of dollars of inf- infrastructure spending worldwide, uh, you know, for the next decade, I'm, I'm t- talking every year that this is going to happen. Um, and, and we'll, we'll talk about infrastructure in, in future podcasts, but, um, you can't have major, major spending on infrastructure without using copper. So I think the future bodes very well for, for Dr. Copper. Your Manitoba roots are showing a little bit here because you're passionate about everything you talk about. But this one, I see a big grin on your face because you obviously are really well tuned in on this one. Yeah, and I, and, and it you know it's 
I, I always uh, am a champion for my hometown and uh, I think the, the next decade is going to be very fruitful for, for this industry. So I'm happy about that. Well, you better, you better give a shout out to your hometown here. Yeah. H- hello, Snow Lake. And there will be snow at Snow Lake through the winter, right? And a little brisk, a little chilly too. Yeah, no, it, uh, it, it's usually around minus 30, minus 40 in, in late December, early nice. January. Well, uh, let's hope that it's uh, a pleasant winter for everybody there. Uh, if somebody wants to get a hold of you to talk further about copper, how do they do it? Give me a call on my cell phone, 780-905-7729. Thanks for your time today. Always great chatting and uh, lots of stuff, lots of positive stuff on the horizon for 2021. And if you want to talk to Dustin, get a hold of him. Hey, thanks for your time today, Dustin. Thanks, Brent. All right. This has been Making Sense with Dustin LaMontagne from Mackey Research Capital. I'm Bryn Griffiths, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.